Fantasy Fam. Here we are. Championship week. This is what the entire season has come down to. Hopefully for most of you, you know, that you guys actually made the finals. I know myself, I am in the finals in one league. Uh, Brother, I believe you are alive in two, at least two. Yeah, at least two. I'm gonna uh, keep keep it there. I don't like I don't like to jinx myself. I'd prefer to talk about it after the season, but I am still alive, so I'm still doing my research, still looking, uh, of course. And uh, I would also just like to point out that sadly we do not have um, our third co-star with us. Uh, our schedules, you know, they get a little crazy, so he's not with us. But we are still here to give you as much content as we possibly can for your fantasy finals. Uh, let's jump right into it. Um, start with some pretty big news. So if you are in the finals and you do have some pretty solid running backs, you know, maybe you picked up a Kenyon Drake or something like that and you drafted another pretty good one, but Zeke is back. Ezekiel Elliott will be there for your fantasy finals should you have him. Uh, who knows? What, what, do you, what do you think about this? You're not a Cowboys fan. I am a Cowboys fan. I... I'm a little nervous. They are playing Seattle, who just got trounced by Todd Gurley. Not the Rams, by Todd Gurley. He absolutely destroyed them. I know the Cowboys are probably excited as a whole. Like, the team is definitely going to raise their level of play, and they're still in the playoff hunt. So, um, Alfred Morris didn't play that bad. I mean, Zeke is in in a class of his own compared to the running backs on that roster. I'm actually not – I'm hoping that he has a terrible game. I think I'm going against him in at least one this week. Somebody was savvy enough to pick him up in a in a blind-bidding free agency pickup league. Uh, he had a ton of money left a couple weeks ago, and somebody dropped him, like which is foolish, obviously, right? So Ooh. he was still he was still out there. Um, I mean, he might be rusty. He might not. Honestly, I'm not really sure if he's been, if he's been working out. But if he's up to anywhere near – the level of player ability that he had before he missed the last six games, then then he's gonna then he's gonna be incredible, because Todd Gurley, like you said, just thrashed inside and out, just completely destroyed Seattle, and that they're not they're not making the playoffs. They're terrible. They're on a downside. It's, a lot of changes there. It looks yeah, they look pretty bad, and they should be they should be beating the Rams at least keeping it a game. I mean, I think it was what. 20 it was like 28 nothing at like the end of the first quarter or something like that like going into half it was like 35 nothing it was just it was just embarrassing it was terrible pretty bad um this is probably the saddest news for for anyone i guess in the in the in the uh sports world nfl world especially for your fantasy finals you're riding him the entire season antonio brown goes down now it looked pretty bad initially. I I was kind of like a little squeamish because his his leg looked like when he like squeamish. It looked like he flipped it around, you know, like when he hit the guy's ankle and it just it looked like he kind of like flopped a little bit. So I thought he was done for like for the rest of the season. I know it's it's terrible because he's one of the most electrifying athletes, having like a potentially record breaking season. Might have gotten to two thousand yards. Yes, he would. And that's everybody's first round pick, right? So that's that's devastating. I bet you a lot of teams this week lost because of his performance. Oh, definitely. And if you made the finals, uh, talk about replacements. Now you you obviously can't replace Antonio Brown. There's just no, no there's just no replacing an Antonio Brown. But you're gonna have to figure it out. Hopefully you have some depth on your team, 
If not, chances are Martavius could be out there. Um, I know myself that I, I actually saw, I think, in league that we're co-managing where somebody picked up Martavius last night, so he was on the waiver. But I have him on one team that I'm going to start him this week, definitely. Who else Who else do you like this week to replace him? Yeah, he's definitely um, a high upside potential, going to get going to get more targets. And he's been playing better as of late, too. Mm-hmm. Um, some 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 guys that um, I've been keeping my eye on for the last few weeks too, and it's it's crazy saying two guys on the Jacksonville Jaguars not named you know Lee Hearns, um, Allen Robinson, <laughs> yeah, Allen Robinson, exactly. So they, they definitely down. have some uh, some depth there. I think Keenan Cole has had a touchdown in each of the last few games, but yep. this last performance was was incredible, was monstrous, and D.D. Westbrook was having even better games for the previous couple weeks took a step back this week. So I think honestly it's hit or miss with either one of those guys, but definitely somebody to, to keep your eye on. And I think maybe a slow play, well, not a slow play, Mike Wallace, somebody to keep an eye on. I mean, he's had all he needs is a 50 yard touchdown, which he's capable of any week. And, and he's doing well for you this week. So true. And the Ravens, I think they're still mathematically in the playoff hunt, maybe, but they did just play the Browns last week who were, Pretty abysmal. Putrid. Yeah, I think he had ten target, ten targets <laughs> yeah. last week or something like that, with like nine catches. So that's, I mean, that's pretty good for Mike Wallace, who really hasn't done much at all this season. Another, another name to look at who could be on the waiver, but if you were smart and you picked him up like two weeks ago, Kendall Wright. The guy's getting peppered with targets. He went eleven targets, ten catches, 107 two games ago, and then the last game. 13 targets, 7 catches, 81 yards. So PPR, that's really good. That's pretty solid right there the past two weeks. And I I actually like him more than a Keenan Cole just because he gets a lot more targets and there's really no one else on, in Chicago whatsoever. Yeah, that's that's true. And, and if you have another wide receiver to step in and you need a flex play, I think somebody that I picked up this past week, Wayne Gallman, Ooh. On the New York Giants, yeah, he had seven catches mm-hmm. two weeks ago, six catches this week. I mean, he's getting the ball, right? He's leading leading the team in touches. So I think they're trying to see what they have in him. Obviously, they're not doing that yet with, with Davis Webb, but I heard that he was taking a lot more first-team first, first team reps in practice, which is a good sign. Um, I mean, you draft, you draft somebody that high, right? And the, and the season's over. you kind of got to see what the kids got for next year so you can base your draft what you need on on what you got right exactly what you did and what you did based on those high picks so i think wayne gallman is somebody in a potential flex spot if you already have a second receiver that you can move into that antonio brown slot for the week yeah i like it he did pretty good last week you know probably i think you started him for like your number four like your second flex you know after like your two running backs already so it's yeah i like that pickup i think he's i think he's a pretty good one Another wide receiver that gave us a very, very big scare. Keenan Allen getting carted off. Not even one off. Carted. Driven by a golf cart. Did not look good. (laughs) And when Keenan Allen gets taken off the field, he doesn't come back. Like, at all. He didn't come back that game. But he's going to play this week. He's not on the injury report. As of today, December 20th, he is not on the injury report. I am... I'm shocked, but I absolutely love it because the past four or five games, he's had over 100 yards every single game. And it's just like Antonio, you know, he just, he, he could have, he not necessarily screwed you this week, but 
before he got hurt though, he was he was going he was going to get over another hundred yard game easily. Five catches, fifty four yards, ten points in the PPR. I mean, eight targets. He's he, I mean, he was a start regardless of matchup for the past I mean month and a half of the season, mm-hmm. playing out of his mind, right? So that's um, I hope he plays. And Philip Rivers too. He disappointed last week. Kansas City. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think a lot of people were expecting the Chiefs to come out like gangbusters and just crush the Chargers. Destroy them. Um, so, and Keenan Allen, they need him back, too, because Hunter Henry is out, went an IR, yeah. lacerated kidney, something something sounding terrible. Hopefully he, you know, recovers recovers quickly. But Maybe Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, potentially keep your eye on. Um, if Keenan doesn't play, even if he does, because now Henry's out, Antonio Gates, I don't know if he's got anything in the tank, so we'll see. It's, it must be something in, like, the water that they serve to the players. Like, didn't Keenan Allen have, like, a lacerated spleen? And now we're talking a lacerated kidney? What is this? <laughs> How does that even that happen? That sounds football? ridiculous. That sounds so... It's not like a broken ankle or something. Like, it's this is internal that you wouldn't... It's just like... I don't... That's just odd. Very odd. Yeah. That's why we're not, we're not doctors. We're not... No. Yeah. Nope. But that's, that's kind of crazy. Someone who stepped in, you know, filled in and looked very Carson Wentz-esque. Nick Foles... Who would have thought he would have had an incredible game like that? I mean, Giants, regardless of how good they're playing, same with the Eagles, that, that whole division, every team plays each other very tough in that division. And what he did against the Giants, it just – he was very efficient. He didn't, he didn't throw for 300 yards, but very close to it, four touchdowns. It's just the talent and that's, that, that offensive scheme is just it – really, it looks really good. And I hate to say that, but they looked—they looked pretty good even without Carson Wentz, the MVP Carson Wentz. I know I hate to—I uh, hate to uh, agree with you there, and I hate to agree with you, but with the content that you're that you're spitting here, brother. Thank you. Because because I like Carson Wentz. I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of Carson Wentz. You know the jersey Same. that he wears. On the other hand, you know that's a, that's a different conversation for a different day. But I'm a believer in Carson Wentz. I think it was a great move by the Eagles to move up and pick him. Uh, Carson City, Pennsylvania, you know, in, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, congrats to all you know my college pals out there uh, for for getting him. But you're right, Nick Foles it looked like he like looked like a couple of years ago when he was playing with Chip Kelly when he had like 21 touchdowns in like half the season. But, I mean, the Giants should have won this game. Let's be honest here. Special teams, we kind of blew it, and at the end, we had a chance. The team showed some fight. I'm very proud of them. E- well done. But... Eli threw for over 400 yards. <laughs> Can you say vintage Eli? That's is ridiculous. That, is that a, ridiculous. <laughs> That's insane. How many? I was pe- saying with the receivers. Look, we have Tavares King. I know like Sterling Shepard obviously Sterling, had a monster I mean, game. Would you Would you pick up Nick Foles this week as a potential? Like, if you have maybe a tough matchup in one of your quarterbacks, one of your starting quarterbacks. I know Kirk Cousins. Yes, he is a top 10 fantasy quarterback right now, but he's going against Denver, who could be tough. Denver's secondary is pretty good, but Nick Foles, you know, I mean, obviously you've been riding it with Kirk Cousins all season, but, like, would you start Nick Foles over Kirk Cousins, I guess is my question. Yeah, that's a tough one because uh, Kirk Cousins hasn't had over 200 yards, I think, in the last three or four games. Mm-hmm. He did have two TDs last week, one to Capri Vips. Wow. Yep. He's somebody to potentially keep up. A deep sleeper eye on, but 
the Oakland Raiders haven't really put up a put up a big front last week. I'm disappointed that they lost to, to your Cowboys last last uh, last week. They keep getting all those these boring game. games too. They were expecting the Raiders to be so much better with all these primetime games. They're playing they're playing on Christmas night. That's crazy. Monday, December twenty fifth. It's the Eagles hosting the Raiders. That's I mean, I'm not scared of the Raiders' defense, so I could see it. I mean, how's he going to do primetime on Christmas is another story. Is he ready for that? You know, Giants game was a 1 o'clock game. It was away. Now he's going back home, so he's got that on his side. But, I mean, potentially, all these factors we're discussing here, I think it's on paper it sounds it sounds really it sounds good. Better, better to choose Foles than Cousins. Exactly. It sounds really good, but yeah. Uh, someone who's been struggling uh, pretty mightily and – it's it's very upsetting to see this because he he could be a, he could be one of the best receivers in the game. I mean he is, but it's just a shame to see that Andy Dalton is not throwing to him as much, and he's just playing piss poor this season. He is not playing good at all, and AJ Green is the one suffering. He had two catches for 30 yards the last game. Um, I also found a stat: seven games with less than 75 yards and no touchdowns this season. What What's what's going on? From a fantasy perspective, that's awful because you probably spent, what, maybe a, a late first round, early second round pick on A.J. Green, and he's, he's what, maybe ranked in the t- outside the top 20 right now? It's just not a good season for A.J. Green. What, what's, what the hell is going on here? It's rough, man. I mean, there's going to be wholesale changes in Cincinnati from, you know, top to bottom, I think. They're saying Marvin Lewis is going to leave, second longest tenured coach in the league. That's, he needs to. I mean, that's crazy, yeah. But then no playoff wins, and I mean, they haven't made it recently. It, it, I don't know if Andy Dalton's is the answer any, anymore. I mean, we've seen him for a few years, right? But if you're throwing four times to AJ Green, I mean, I'd be I would just be force feeding the ball to him, pepper him with targets like he's DeAndre Hopkins because he is in the same class of talent. What are you doing? Exactly. I mean. You are. He was playing against Xavier Rhodes, who's grown into one of the like the premier, you know, shadow corners in the league. But still, I mean, but at the same time, I don't know. If 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 T.J. Yates can throw the ball 13 times and still get 80 yards and a touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins against the best secondary, Andy Dalton, who has much more experience and is a lot better than him, should be able <laughs> yeah. should be able to get the ball to A.J. Green. Like it's just it's just baffling to me. Yes, Marvin Lewis, sorry. You're, you're, you're a good coach, you know, winning records almost every season, making the playoffs. You you got to go, bro. You, you got to go. <laughs> it's time for a change. I know. I, I think a lot of it comes down to the offensive play calling, too. I mm-hmm. think Bill Lazor took over. Didn't they? Somebody got fired like after the first few games. They I think were, so. It, they, they had a terrible start. They did okay for a couple games, but, yeah, AJ Green's one of the premier talents in the league. And he stayed healthy this year. Mm-hmm. Throw throw him the ball, please. Find ways to get the ball to AJ Green, and they just they haven't been able to. Maybe that's why he stayed healthy because he's not getting much action. <laughs> four targets, four ooh, four Blindly, targets. Yeah. yeah. To go on to another story that I th- I thought this was a little odd. They they might uh, Aaron Rodgers. That why 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 did they? I think they rushed him back. I, I thought this was a little odd. Yes, they were still in the playoff hunt, but it's like a lot would have to happen. You'd have to win every game. Aaron Rodgers, his non what was it? His non throwing shoulder. He's got like a freaking metal plate. He's got like the Tony Romo surgery, but on the other shoulder, it just uh, he didn't look good. I mean, anyone that started him, okay, but and then anyone started the started Jordy, 
that sucks because he didn't do anything. But it just I I was I was not happy with the the fact that I think they rushed him back. I don't know if they did. He could have been healthy, but he just did not look good at all. I know he was medically cleared, but mm-hmm. I mean, I watched a lot of this game too, and at times he looked like vintage Aaron Rodgers, and he wasn't like afraid to run. He was moving around in the pocket, but but on the deep balls, he like wasn't getting the air under it and the, and the strength because they they were all falling short. Those were a lot of his picks. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just didn't seem he's supposed to have like a cannon, one of the strongest arms in the league, and he was coming up short on his like platinum deep throws. Like it was it was weird to watch. Actually, three picks. Um, I did start him in one league. Um, thankfully, I won that. Three touchdowns is still is still, still good. Exactly, right? exactly. You know, six for a TD, two for a pick. So ultimately, each TD was four. I mean, I'll take it. It stinks though that I was hoping that he was going to continue to play this year, even though they're going up against a tough Vikings team. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, you're starting him. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, now that he's out, I think, and I get it. I mean, if the thing is, if you have a chance to make the playoffs. You can go on a run. I mean, we've seen it, right? They've done it in the past. The, the Giants, Giants have, done, have it. done it, exactly. Right, and we talk about it in fantasy. All you have to do is get in the playoffs because then you never know what's going to happen. It's and, like, and we'll touch up on that in a little bit. Yeah, survive and advance. Yeah, That's what it's all about. Jimmy V, you know, up there. He told us all about that. I mean, taught us back in the day NC State. That's insane what they did. Check that out if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the whole Packers team is downgraded uh, be, because of that, and it's and it's unfortunate. Vikings D is a must start this week. Top top five play. Oh, Brett definitely. Hundley. I'm sorry, he's not. He's he's shown signs, but he's not NFL caliber. He didn't look. He didn't look awful. His last performance before Rodgers came back, he wasn't terrible. But like you said, the Vikings Vikings defense is a top. It's a top defense all around. Oh, yeah. Rush pass. So. I'm not – I don't know. I'm skeptical to start anyone on that team. Devonta may play. He may not. I'm still not starting Jordy. Maybe Randall Cobb, actually, in a PPR, I would start I would start him. Just because he does like throwing the short passes, which is why Jordy suffered so much when Rodgers went down. Yeah, and if, and if Devonta doesn't play, I mean, he actually – he excelled – when, regardless of who was quarterback this year, he had a phenomenal year. I think he's had like 24 touchdowns in the last two seasons. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't play, Randall Cobb is somebody you want to start. Um, not Jordy, obviously, going up against Xavier Rhodes. So. A, a fantasy, um, and I'll, I'll quote you, uh, Mr. Uh, Matthew Berry, out there, fantasy werewolf for the past very, very much few weeks, uh, Kareem Hunt. How how happy is every listener out there that had Kareem Hunt that started him the past two weeks and he actually performed? Thank God. I know I haven't been one. I'm not in the playoffs though, but I could still technically win like the consolation or whatever it is. I mean we we have him in that league, but dominated last week. 206 total yards, two touchdowns, and then fantasy finals. They're playing the Dolphins this week. Which he could do the same thing, maybe even more. I love it personally. I was a big fan of Kareem Hunt. I even drafted him in leagues before Spencer Ware got hurt later in the draft, hoping that he was going to be able to uh, be a potential keeper for me. Um, so obviously, once Ware went down, he became the feature back. Came out like gangbuster this season. I've said that word twice this podcast. It's a good word. And I was actually thinking of potentially benching him two weeks ago we talked we did we talked about that yeah when they were playing when they were playing oakland on sunday thankfully i did not um and then this this week without question i put him in my starting lineup so i am very pleased i think they finally realized well what's his face the big walrus 
Kukuk Chu, Andy Reid decided to give up play calling duties. Good. However, that was whoever that was discussed. Eat Whoever's his, che- calling eat his plays cheese now. on the sideline. Yeah. Oh my goodness, getting shipped <laughs> in from Philly. That's right. I'm sure he, he can. Why not? Right. Kareem Hunt. They're giving him the ball. I love it. 24 carries, seven catches. Last week, two touchdowns. It's it's phenomenal. Why would you not keep feeding him? They're playing amazing right now. They're rolling. Keep giving Kareem Hunt the ball. Let's go hunting. Exactly. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Moving on to our uh, to to some tight ends that uh, that one one I picked up last week, uh, Eric Ebron. If you need a tight end, go out there and get Eric Ebron. I am a believer in Eric Ebron. Right right now, I'm a believer in him. And for him, you gotta you while you gotta strike while the oil's hot. And two weeks ago, he showed us why he could be an elite. What did he have? Ten targets. I think he caught all ten of them for like 80 yards. Last week he had five, uh, 50 something yards and a touchdown for five catches. So he got like 14 fantasy points in PPR, even though he wasn't projected to get that much. I think Eric Ebron is definitely a start this week. I'm starting him in my finals. So anyone out there, if you had Hunter Henry, you know Eric Ebron could be. I've seen him available in some leagues. Yeah, some other um, potential pickups. I know we've been talking about them. Some of these guys have been pretty hit or miss. Though. Everyone keeps talking uh, Ricky Seals-Jones. Vernon Davis one week has a good game. Next week he doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. Um, O.J. Howard has looked pretty solid the second half of the season. Who knows if he's going to play this week, though. I think he got a little banged up. He's Austin's out. Farian Jenkins, hit or miss. You know, keep scoring touchdowns to get called back. O.J. Howard uh, is on the IR. Ooh, that's a rough one. Then do not pick him up. Julius Thomas yeah. on the IR as well. This could be a rough week for uh, for tight ends. Adam Sheehan on the Bears. Shahi, yeah, he's he's out she, too, right? Yeah. No, I think he's a, he's a potential sleeper. Is, I okay, I, I thought he got hurt. Yeah, he hasn't done much recently, but Cameron Brait could be a, could be a, a good pickup this week. You know, they are playing the Panthers, and Thomas Davis is getting suspended for his nasty hit, Ugh. which could free up some room for Cameron Brait now. Now it's pretty much Jameis Winston doesn't have OJ Howard to throw to, so this could be the this could be a good week for Cameron Braid. Antonio, Antonio, I never age Gates. I guess a little bit this year he slowed down, but I mean he's he's playing. Yeah. And keep keep an eye on Keenan Allen, especially if he doesn't play. That's um, they have they have a, a deep uh, receiving core, so keep an eye on the on the charges. Go charges, go. Charges. Another another waiver guy to to keep an eye on if he is out there. He could be. He probably is taken. I mean, in most leagues, like smart, you know, smart fantasy players, like keeping him on your roster, maybe not starting him. But Peyton Barber. Now this last game against the Falcons, he didn't get that much. He didn't get much action. I think he got maybe like 17 total touches. But then again, they didn't they didn't really give the running backs the ball that much. But he's the main guy. Doug Martin, Muscle Hamster, he's – I don't think he's going to be in Tampa next year. I think he's a free agent after this year. Well, yeah. regardless, doesn't matter. He, healthy scratch Monday night because he missed practice or whatever, something. He violated like a team rule or something like that. So clearly Tampa Bay does not like Doug Martin right now. Peyton Barber is the main guy. Jacquez Rogers, eh, he'll come in, spell him a little bit. Charles Sims, but – Peyton Parber, Peyton Parber's the guy. If you if you do need another running back for the finals, maybe uh, depending on where your flexes are, 
You like Peyton Barber this week? Would you start? Would you start him? I mean, it really depends who you got, I guess. True. But he's de- he's definitely getting the ball um, a little bit more, and Muscle Hamster is not he's not going to play. He's not going to be on the team. It's so it's a shame too because he was so good. Three targets, he caught them all. Peyton Barber, thirteen carries. I mean, if he gets if he gets sixteen touches, um, they are playing the I Panthers. Think- the Panthers, do, oh man, who do have a pretty solid. I think they have a pretty solid rush defense. Yeah, they're only they're allowing 91 yards per game on the ground. That right there, I think is like top two, top three. So a lot, a lot of playoff implications, a lot of seeding implications on all these, uh, on a lot of games this week. A lot of them. So teams will be coming out swinging. This is something that that me and my brother have been pretty much. We stress this to every single person within fantasy that we at least talk to, you know, if anyone asks us for advice or we're just having a chit-chat with whoever. Chit-chat. All you have to do is make the playoffs. That's it. If you're the first, second, obviously if you're the first or second seed and you have a bye, I mean that's like in some leagues that where you can get a bye, that's fantastic because then you're guaranteed at least till the next round. But as long as you make the playoffs – what is it? What'd you say? What would you say before? Survive and win. Survive and advance. Survive and advance. Make the playoffs. That's it. Yeah, because it's every week. You win. You win and you're in. You know, you get to live, fight on another day. I, I I run my I run a league and you are in it, brother. And we I've I've been what doing this league for like nine ten years now, and last year same thing. I sneaked in. As a sixth seed, I think, and I ended up winning it. The, I sneaked in again this year as the fifth seed, and I'm in the finals against who? 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 Who am I playing? A formidable foe. You know, yeah. Somebody that defeated you. Defeated you in many sports for a majority of your life. Mm. <laughs> so, it's it's the brother battle book this week. In in uh in this. So I made the finals two years in a row. Play, all you have to do is make the playoffs. And I think what, what I want to do is we may sound pompous or we may sound like asses. I don't care. I want to talk about at least my team and one of your teams that have made the playoffs just to show you that if you draft a good team, it will pay off. Yes, you pick up waiver wires throughout the whole season. I get that. But – most of these guys that I have on my team are top 20s. Half of them are top 10 in their position. Mind you, I only went 7-6. and six. I think, I, yeah, I only finished 7-6. and six. Well, what's funny about this then is after you go through your team, I'll go through mine in the same league because, like I said, my strategy is to is to reach for guys that I have conviction for. Oh, yeah. But I pick – but I this is a 14-team, two-man – um, two flex league, so and and only five bench spots, six bench spots. So this is a very very difficult and challenging league, which is why it's it's one of my favorites. But I picked up a ton of guys on on waivers all season after seeing a couple guys get hurt and fizzled out. So it's it's good to see both of these strategies. I think so. So quickly go through some of your true, you know, favorite true. picks, guys, brother, and we'll. Uh, so I st- I got I got Devonta Freeman and Todd Gurley as my disgusting running back duo right there. If Freeman didn't, didn't get hurt, then he would be he would be a top 10 if he was out if he wasn't out for those 3 weeks. Uh Kirk Cousins, Demarius Thomas, Jarvis Landry, 
Adam Thielen. And then I drafted Martavius Bryant, who I didn't start at all the entire season because, I mean, let's face it, he just wasn't playing that good at all. But this week I'm obviously going to start him because Antonio is out now. So, And then tight end I pretty much streamed the entire season because it didn't, it didn't really matter. Now I have Eric Ebron, who's been playing good right now when I need someone to play good. So, yes, I was very fortunate that most of my players did not get hurt, except for Devonta for those couple weeks. But I have Todd Gurley, who put up 45 astronomical points last week, the number one running back. I have the number five wide receiver, the number seven wide receiver, number seven quarterback. You know, like it's just it drafting a good team right there shows you that in the long run, it could definitely help you in the playoffs and make may hopefully make the finals. And then on the other hand, you got, you know, your team brother where you, I know you drafted some pretty solid players that obviously performed well for you, but then you also picked up a bunch too on the waiver and you're in the finals. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting league because since it's so, since there's 14 play 14 teams and you're starting two flexes, it's like, Who's you out need there? a couple, a couple guys, yeah. exactly a couple guys to have monster weeks, and and you're looking pretty good. You know, you see some weird, some really weird scores, but somebody that that I went after this year, Christian McCaffrey, he didn't necessarily pay off early in the season, but he's been getting stronger as it's been going on. After I had that rant about how he wasn't making anybody miss, now the offense wasn't utilizing his skills appropriately. I think they finally are, and he's a little more comfortable in the scheme and in the NFL with the speed of the game. So I'm. I'm pumped about his um, potential this week against Tampa Bay. He could uh, Julio, kill them this week. Oh, it's going to be incredible. It's beginning to look a lot like Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Love it. A little, little Christmas. A little Christmas. Julio Jones was my first pick, and he's been, I mean, slightly disappointing for the year. I think he's only ranked as the 10th as the tenth receiver. But Devonta Adams, who I got much later, I think mm-hmm. he was like my fourth or fifth round pick even in this league, it's been incredible. He's number eight overall right now. So that was, you know, somebody that I had my eye on, but it was good value, right? So that was a draft pick. Um, Evan Ingram, he was a waiver pickup. He's the fourth. He's the fourth tight end. I mean, over the past few weeks, Wayne Gallman has gotten me fourteen and fifteen points, which is fantastic. Duke Johnson, I picked up on waivers. He's the number eleventh overall running back. I mean, who would which, think that? Which is That's surprising. Incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Case Keenum. Somebody I picked up only a couple weeks ago, too. And this this is challenging because you were only allowed to have two quarterbacks. Yep. I like that. So I had to drop somebody. Hunter Henry was somebody else that I actually picked up on waivers. And he was playing phenomenally well for the past few games before this. So I think it's a good contrast of how you know you drafted incredibly well and your guys stayed healthy. And then I had some top guys, maybe like Julio, still number 10, but not you know live up to it. And then some value picks and waiver wire picks. So we'll obviously get into that in some episodes you know, in the future, in the next coming weeks on, like, a little recap of, uh, of the season. Players that we, you know, that we reached for that did incredible. Some players that stunk it up, you know, who got hurt, what was unfortunate. You know, just a nice little, you know, recap, rehash of, of the season. Zeitgeist is what, I guess, what they call it, right? We could uh-huh. we could do our own zeitgeist of, mm-hmm. of the season, our, our predictions. Yeah, Kyle likes that. Right? Kyle likes that. Our predictions and rankings. Of this past, yeah, there's there's definitely been some guys that I mean, even cr- like someone like Crowder. I had Crowder like finishing like top fifteen in PPR, and I think he's like, I mean, the past like Kirk Cousins actually started throwing to him towards the end of the season, but it's like, 
I, I yeah, don't I, get me don't get me started. It's just yeah, it's just nonsense. And then you got someone like an Adam Thielen, who if you drafted him, I think I had him on four teams this year. He just he's just incredible. Now it's the past few games he really hasn't he hasn't been like Adam Thielen what he could do, but he's he's still getting he's still getting his you know his fill his 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 targets and whatnot, but. So that was our episode for the finals for this week, week 16. Are, are, how excited are you? I'm so excited. There's no Thursday night game this week, two Saturday games. Then we got Christmas Eve. And then to finish it off, we got Derek Carr versus Nick Foles Monday night on Christmas. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm incredibly excited. And in one league, I actually have Kareem Hunt and Kenyon Drake as my Ooh. two running backs. And they are facing off against each other. So that is that is a game I'm going to be um, watching very closely for that, sure. Who do you – okay, let me ask you this then. Who do you think has a better game? Honestly, mm. I could care less. Right? <laughs> exactly. As long as they both put up at least 20 points, which I hope it's which a they both game. could. They both could. Kenyon Drake has been killing it lately. Of course. Now we know why they got rid of Jay Ajayi. Oh, and then Damian Williams. I'm sorry, dude. Like it sucks that you got hurt, but it's, it's the Kenyon Drake show. It's the Drake and sure. it's the Kenyon and Drake show. Or, the Drake, is it? The Drake and Kenyon. Drake, Drake and Kenyon. Josh. Drake and Josh. Josh. Ah, we met him. That was pretty cool. Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah. The Balage. So, so that about wraps it up. Uh, week sixteen. You know, we wish everyone out there a very merry Christmas. Uh, merry happy, Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. You know, drive safe. Hopefully, wherever you are. Happy you Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. If it snows, that's awesome. It's not. It was supposed to, dude. It's supposed to snow. The forecast the other day was supposed to snow down in Texas on Christmas Eve, and I was, oh, I was so ecstatic. But now I think it's supposed to be just like a sunny. But that sounds crazy. Well, I'll be talking to you though. You know, everybody out there, safe travels. Enjoy the holiday. Good luck this week. This is the Fantasy Fam signing off. 